Why, hello. Do you like my new voice? No, it does. Hi. Funny story. I know I haven't done a show since April, and I feel bad about it. And if I had done a show every time I had attempted to start a show and then decided it was garbage, I would have about 15 more shows up. But every time I try, it just, uh, it ends with me going, ugh, fuck, this is stupid, and then stopping the recording. I know, because I have the actual audio to prove it. So in a sense, I really spared you from garbage. But I mean, my whole life is garbage, so I don't really know what this show is going to end up being. And I might even just say, ugh, this is boring. And hang up this one, too, because why not? Because why not? I had a great experience with Podbean this morning. I had recorded, I'm going to say, three quarters of a show. And then Sarah called me to inundate me with a daycare mishap. That was entirely my fault, of course, because why wouldn't it be? Minor miscommunication. That got blown out of proportion. And when she called me, she interrupted the recording. So when I went to continue recording, I thought it would just start recording where I left off when, in fact, it did something completely different. And I think it went back to the very beginning of the record and then sounded like absolute shit. Like it had recorded over the recording and it sounded really squeaky and weird. Yada, yada, yada. Fuck you, Podbean app. I will not use it again. Because it's just so easy. I can blurt out a one-take Jake story or whatever, hit publish, and it's just done. But now I have to take this home. I'm going to have to email it to myself and then upload it and then open GarageBand and blah, 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 blah. But at least I'll have a show. Like, I'd have a show. You'd be listening to a show right now. But you're not because you're listening to this because this is garbage, too. Okay, I better speed this the fuck up because traffic is moving way faster than I anticipated. What's been going on with me? A lot of things. Update on my children. Here goes. Stella has taken to saying things like, you hurt me. Don't hit me. When no one is even looking at her or talking to her or even gesturing in her general direction, she will say that. So I have some concerns that she will go to the daycare and say, my mama hits me. And then there's Malcolm who I, like, look, I'm trying to keep traditions alive in my family. Sure, my dad was an alcoholic, but he made a hell of a good red wine, okay? God bless him, RIP. So I've got his wine press, sandblasted and repainted, not once, but twice, and both guys fucked me over, and I'm very happy with that. Because the first guy sandblasted it, didn't prime it, and then painted it, it <laughs> and then painted it with some really shitty, cheap paint, and when I emailed him about how the paint was chipping off and sent him all the pictures of the paint chipping off. He's like, oh, that looks like metal on metal contact. I can give you some touch-up paints. It's like, yeah, thanks. That's total bullshit. You didn't do a good job and you just did one coat and it's like pretty much garbage and I haven't even fucking moved it yet. It pretty much went out of the back of my car and into the corner of my garage. And then I'm like, I'm just going to get it powder coated because what beats powder coat? Powder coat is like indestructible. And then this guy was great. Right up until I used it for the first time and a bunch of the paint chipped off. And then he wasn't so great anymore. And he's like, oh, well, powder coat won't fix that. You shouldn't have painted the threaded part. It's like, oh, go suck a big greasy dick, you fucking asshole. Just sick of people not doing their fucking job. And then I'm at work the other day, okay, while we're talking about outrage. I'm trying to keep my shit together because I ended up on a route that I thought was going to be okay. And it ends up being really shitty and lame and super busy. And I'm being run off my feet and I'm portly. So that's not great for someone like me. Of my stature I'm like size husky you know what I mean and I'm carrying two parcels because one is for one side of the street and the other is for the other side of the street and I'm in a completely new area no one really knows me I had everything so great on my old route I miss my old route it was so good and what happened was I was across the street and I had two parcels in my hand one for the one side one for the other you know 
And uh, I delivered the one, and I this guy's yelling at me from across the street, hey, hey. And I'm walking across the street towards his house because, lo and behold, the other parcel I have is for him. And he says, oh, I thought you were going to deliver my parcel across the street. And I was like, well, I do like to play hide and seek with them. And he just stared at me. And I was like, "Okay, like, yeah, thanks. I mean, the least complex part of my job is matching the address on the box to the address on the house. That is. Yeah. Oh, like, do these letters and numbers mean anything? I can't even really read, so, like, fuck off. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. That's not very nice. Anyway, what was my point? Point being that Stella is telling people that we hit them. Malcolm, who I have allowed to help me make the wine. He likes to crush the wine. The wine crusher is essentially like a one of those things you crank, like with the monkey in it. And I am cranking it, doing the cranking motion in my car. And if anybody happens to glance in my car, that's what they're going to see is a middle-aged white woman cranking nothing in the air. Great. And like, I'm Italian. Okay. I let him have like a couple tablespoons of wine in a glass of 7-Up because that's how I was brought up. And clearly, using myself as an example, I am clearly wonderful. And it's all due to alcohol. So Malcolm's at school and the teacher's going through like lists of things that children like shouldn't have and shouldn't be aware of. And she's like, you know, going through the list and she's like, I, kids should not have alcohol. And Malcolm puts his hand up and she acknowledges him and he says, I like wine. And she's like, you like wine. And he said, yeah, I, my mama lets me have wine with seven up. Yeah. So Child Protective Services should be at my house in approximately seven days. And I'm OK with that at this point. Help your fucking selves. Take them away. Have a turn. Because all they do is fucking scream and fight and fight and scream and scream and fight and fight and scream. Constantly. Constantly. Non-stop. They just both egg each other on until until one of them, inevitably Stella, ends up screaming her fucking head off. Because, I mean, you know, there's only so much shit you can take. And Sarah and I were both picked on by our older siblings uh, mercilessly. So I feel quite strongly that I need to stop him and tell him that I know what he's doing. Because both of us had siblings that pretty much got away with torturing us. And which sibling would that be of mine, do you say? Uh, Janice. And let me tell you a little Janice story real quick before I end up at the daycare and have to pick up my kids and have to listen to them scream in the fucking car. Janice. God bless Janice. Janice is a narcissist. I have a great friend who listens to the show and is more of a friend than a listener at this point who's teaching me all about narcissists. And I've learned very many things. And I looked at the YouTube videos and I'm like, wow, yeah, yep, yep. She does that. She does that. She does that. She does that. Oh, and the secret to dealing with a narcissist, they, they have this thing. I can't remember if it's called gray rock or gray stone. It's when you're completely flat. You're not flashy at all. You don't show anything off. You're not allowed to respond. You're not allowed to engage when they piss you off. You're not allowed to say anything. It just basically it's kind of like the eat shit and die philosophy. You just got to let them do whatever the fuck they want, because there's no winning with a narcissist. You're just always going to lose. They will always do their textbook narcissist thing, which always inevitably makes you feel like shit. And the problem I have is that she just will victimize my mom because she can't get at me. So whatever I say or do to her, she just takes out on my mom, which makes me feel terrible. So there's no winning. So here's an example of the most Janice thing that Janice ever Janiced. There was one weekend where not Janice was out of town. It's the one weekend she goes out of town. She takes her daughter camping with a group of friends and they're out of town. And it's just a short time. It's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come back Sunday. 
no problem. Let me take care of this. So I go there on Friday like I always do. I drop Max off in the morning and I, he goes to Mama Mia's daycare, which basically consists of him running around the backyard, fucking barking at airplanes. So I go in the morning, drop him off. She's fine. I go in the afternoon. She said she felt a little out of breath on the way to the bathroom. So I started to panic and I'm like, she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And the problem with my mom is she always says she's fine and she's hardly ever fine. So it's hard to tell. And then she kind of just gets really mad until you leave. Like, leave me the fuck alone. No, no, no. And that's lovely and also infuriating about my mom is she never really says, I don't feel well. Can you help me? What can we do? She just lies and lies and lies until it's so blatantly obvious that she's not well, that it's too late. It's already like we need to go to the hospital time because she has congestive heart failure. And that usually means water fills into your lungs because your heart doesn't do a good job pumping. So if you have too much salt, which I think she did because she wanted a sandwich and that sandwich consisted of salty, salty meat with a side of salt. So that was the weekend. My sister was out of town. She's out of breath on Friday. Saturday, I go there all day and she looked a little huffy to me and she also didn't feel comfortable laying down. She kept sitting up, which for my mom is unusual. And if you lay down in your water, you have water in your lungs, it's uncomfortable because you're laying down. So like you can really have a hard, harder time breathing. So now I'm the only adult around and I'm like, okay, I must be over overreacting, but I can see her her shoulders kind of raising as she breathes and stuff. Her oxygen levels were good. She hadn't gained any weight. I'm like, I'm just overreacting. I have to be. And then I go to the Folklorama kickoff with Sugar and uh, Sarah and my kids. And I just had this terrible feeling. And she called me and she left a voicemail and she like could not say two or three breaths. She could not say two or three words without stopping to breathe, which is concerning because I don't breathe at all when I talk, apparently. Anyway, yada, yada, yada. I go back there. I look at her again. I'm like, I know you don't want me to do this, but I'm going to call an ambulance. You don't look great to me. You look great. You're breathing really hard. And she's like, no, no, you only be happy when I'm in the hospital. And I'm like, yeah, sure. This is my idea of a good fucking time is sitting at a fucking hospital with some smelly old man next to you. Like, yeah, awesome. That's really what I want to do. But my mom is awesome. She's like Sophia from the Golden Girls. She's fucking crazy. Exhibit A, she couldn't find the yeast. She couldn't find the yeast. She wanted to make bread. And I was like, great. Uh, she called me like, I don't know, 9,000 fucking times. And uh, she could find the yeast. And I'm like, I don't know. You're going to have to just look for it. Because I can't stop work, drive 20 minutes, find the yeast, and then leave. Oh, nothing good happens to me. My life is miserable. I can't find the yeast. It's like, come the fuck down. So she finally finds the yeast and I just, I did not have time to stay because it was one of those nights, like all nights, where I just have so many things to do that I just didn't have time. There's extracurricular activities like karate, Stella has dance class tonight. There's a lot of things fucking going on. And you know, it's times like these where I'm just like, I wish we had fucking 80s style parenting because my extracurricular activity was go the fuck outside and don't come back until it's dark. That was my activity. Anyway, so she calls me and she's like, oh, you know, um, I made some dough, come, come pick some dough up and uh, make the kids a pizza. And I'm like, okay, but I can't stay. I got stuff to do. And, and she goes, who the fuck invited you? And I was like, yeah, okay. Touche, touche, touche. And then there was the time uh, a few days ago where she was trying to describe to me what this old Italian man looked like. She, he's like some singer from Italy. Cause like I got her my Apple TV. So she watches a lot of Italian movies on YouTube. And she's trying to describe this man to me. And she's like, you know, she, he looks, he looks like his mom had an abortion, but he lived somehow. And I'm like, that's very descriptive. Okay. That's, that's super duper. And then today she called and she wants to know where I've hidden the salt. Because if you have a heart condition, salt is your enemy. You're supposed to have one teaspoon a day. That is like nothing. That is like one meal to her. So I hid the salt and she called me and she's like, where, where are you putting the salt? 
I'm like, you don't need any salt. You have a heart condition. Give me my fucking salt back, you bitch. And I'm like, no, you're not getting it. Where's the salt? I need the salt because we have these green tomatoes. You put them, you mix green tomatoes with salt. You put a weight on top and then, I don't know, some, it like ferments or something. And then you put them in jars. It's a long story. And she's like, your sister, not Janice, she needs the salt for the tomatoes. And all I hear is, oh, I don't. <laughs> I cannot stop laughing. Anyway, let's bring us back to the tail end of this wonderful story. I'm the only adult around. My mom is breathing quite rapidly. It's concerning to me. We call the ambulance. And for whatever reason, these EMT guys, or sorry, the firemen showed up first. I shouldn't say EMT guys. For whatever reason, these firemen are like asking her all these questions and are surprised when she's not answering. It's like, dude, there's like eight men in her house that she doesn't know. Like, no, she doesn't want to talk to you. She's a little old lady and she barely speaks English. We're getting into the ambulance. We're sitting in the ambulance. And Janice is home this entire time. And Janice has like a really loud voice. So when I'm asking my mom how she's feeling and if she's doing okay, Janice just screams, yeah, she doesn't love God. Yeah. Her belly looks swollen. And it's just like, I looked at her, I'm like, you're not helping. Like, don't, you're not helping. Can you leave? Fuck off. Like her one job, she lives rent free. She does literally fucking nothing. I have to go there every morning and clean up and do laundry and like weigh my mom, take time out of my workday to go do that, which I have to find that time somewhere else by running my fucking fat ass off. And she's just sitting in the basement doing nothing, like arguing with people on the internet. Fuck, I hate her guts. So we're, I'm in the ambulance now. They're, they're assessing my mom in the back. I've never been in an ambulance before. Well, not as an adult anyway, I should say. Maybe as a kid I did. I don't know. And I'm in the ambulance, and I can hear my sister chime go off on my phone texting me. And I'm thinking, oh, awesome. She's going to say, hey, you have kids. Uh, I have nothing, and I'm a terrible person who deserves to die a lonely, sad death. Can I trade with you and uh, you go home to your kids and I'll go to the hospital? Why would I think that that was even in the realm of fucking possibility? What actually she texted was, do you know where the lid to my glass Tupperware is? Like her mom is in a fucking ambulance with yet another bout of congestive heart failure. And she wants to know where her fucking Tupperware lid is. So since then, I've taken to calling her the fucking Tupperware lady. The Tupperware. You're welcome. And that's the most Janice thing that Janice has ever Janiced. Yeah, she's great. She's real great. Don't you wish you had a Janice? Okay, I'm going to go get my kids now. Dance class night. I just, I just want to get into a fetal position and cry. But I can't. I'm not afforded that luxury. Moms can't be sad. Okay. Okay. All right. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, change your address 69 at gmail.com if you need anything. Facebook, Twitter. Who fucking cares? It's all garbage. I fucking hate everything. And leave an iTunes review. I know I haven't done a show in a long time. And I know it's not cool. But I'm pretty sure that that for the first part of this year, I was the most depressed that I've ever been. And it was really hard to crawl out of that dark space. So, sorry. But I feel better for a short time. Until the next terrible fucking thing happens. Thanks for understanding. Okay. Okay, then. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah.